Welcome to Reboots and Dragons Movie Quarantine. We are currently doing these live via video chat that we stream at Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. If you want to get caught up, the first four episodes are already up there. We will continue to release these weekly here as a podcast like we always have. Or you can always just follow us on any of the Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook and get the live versions the second we do them. Either way, we'll keep putting out content as much as we can while we are stuck in our houses. Thanks for listening. Here's Quarantine. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, this is Reboots and Dragons, the podcast that reboots movies playing D&D. I got it that time, guys. Woohoo! Woo! This is episode one of Quarantine. Amanda guessed it. You're here for it. It's the movie that no one knows. It has that chick from Dexter in it. And it yes. Um, did anyone look it up during the break? No. 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 Good. This is great. So do you even have an idea what this movie is about? Nope. I'm gonna guess it involves a quarantine of some kind. Good call, bro. That's that is that is true. That is fucking well, and, true. And I remember the scene where I think is it Jennifer Carpenter, the lady Jeff- from Dexter, yep. where she gets like dragged back into okay. the darkness. Did you see that scene in the movie or in the trailer? Uh, probably the trailer. I don't yeah, it remember. It sounds like a trailer scene. Yeah. So I yeah. saw that in the trailer as well. That is literally the last frame of the movie. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Like who? Like what's who even the that? point? Yeah, like come on, like don't ruin the movie. Like everything's building up to that scene. That's supposed to be the last little jump scare because this is uh, modern horror films and horror films nowadays. They don't like to scare you in a traditional buildup. They like to just that's a true story. Yeah, I got a couple notes in here that I would have tried to do a jump scare in D and D, and I have zero confidence that it's going to work via you know, uh, video screens of everyone. I'm going, ah, a dog jumps out. Gotcha. <laughs> no, it's not going to work, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's how modern. I like your confidence. I'll try. Damn it. Um, so yeah, a few guys without further ado, we start this out. We're in, we're Torquay. A lot has happened in the last few years and we're Torquay and, Though the Wurtorki City Watch has been decimated, a small bright spot has been the Wurtorki Fire Department. The Wurtorki Fire Department has, up to this point, not really had many smudges on it. There was this one point where the uh, burning down of the porno company, uh, what was that called, Bait? Uh, yeah, there was there was some suspicion then, but that turned out to be some uh, guy named Emil Emil something. I forget. Emil Muzz. Emil Muzz. There you go. Inspiration point for Adam to re- remember and shit from back in uh, episode one of Dragnet. I feel like it's cheating though because I did all that editing. So like I listened to the episodes like 150 times. Whatever. You're going to need inspiration points. Oh, Lance, <laughs> you're new here. Uh, you make me laugh. That's usually an inspiration point, just so you know. <laughs> all right. Good to know. Yeah. Um, I feel like people are going to need inspiration points on this because this could go one of many ways. Um, 
But anyways, I need that shit. I have reckless attack. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we're Torky's fire department. They've they've had a good up to this point, and the mayor knows this. After like a twenty block radius exploded, and a bunch of <laughs> thumbs up at someone, uh, a bunch of War Torky City Watchmen died there with a bunch of FBI agents. No one really knows. There's a lot of suspicion. There's a lot of things in the rags. So the mayor decided to put a little less spotlight on the city watch and put it towards this bright spot, the fire department, which is, um, it is comprised of mostly like your basic city watch type grunt but they wear protective clothing that gives them, you know, resistance to, um, you know, fire. And they also all are trained in arcane, like arcana abilities to control water and create water. Like they don't have tanks. They create, like they have these cantrips of just produce water and that's how they douse these flames. So the mayor is having this night at this, um, the Wartorki Fire Department's main hub in the middle of the city, and they're getting all these journalists there, and they're getting all sorts of, you know, just the community there is just supposed to just be like, yeah, things are bad, the Scorpio gang and all them, like they've been fighting, but look at this. If there's a fire, we put them out. They put that 20-block radius explosion out like bosses. So it's a re-election coming up. Let's put uh, attention where it is. So I'm going to turn it to you guys. Are you just, are you just interested and you're just going to show up or uh, like you guys got to have to be around there. So are you just going to show up to a party? Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. It's like we're there at the party and something happens. Okay. So you, you guys are walking by and you see like, uh, you know, some chips and salsa and some mead and some fire whiskey and, you know, just stuff like that. It looks inviting, like, ooh, carrot sticks, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, so, you know, you could you walk up there <laughs> and uh, you look over and you see a girl who looks a lot like the sister of Dexter interviewing people and you hear her like, oh, so tell me about the fire department. And you hear this guy is all like. Well, a lot of people think we just put out fires, but uh, did you know that most of uh, <clears throat> most of the time, then people need an ambulance. That's also the fire department. We're the first in and first last out. We we go up, we show up. We're all trained and medical. We have all this stuff. You want to go down the fire pole, and so you see all this happening, and you know, just people getting interviewed. And it's like a big hubbubaloo, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? I want to go down the fire pole. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll I also get in that line. All right. Roll me a DC5 yeah. dex. <laughs> uh, 13. Okay. Lance? Uh, that's a ooh, that's a seven. A seven, just barely. You, you they kind of slip, but you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> it was actually kind of fun. Uh, it's something that you've only seen, you know, in like the picture books. I almost said television. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've seen an illustration of this. Yeah, but you're going around. You're walking around. You're interacting with these um, Wartorki fire department people, and they're not like the city watch. They're not like 
they're not rough and rugged, you know, fuck you, we got to fight the worst of the worst. They're like, we come in and we take care of people. We are, you know, we're protectors of the city, but we kind of, we also kind of have a good attitude on life, you know? And, um, yeah. So someone's uh, doing a demonstration on, uh, hold on, where is. I'm talking to somebody about how they, they know feather falls so that they can get cats out of trees. <laughs> uh, oh. I do know Featherfall. Do you really? Oh, someone's <laughs> impressed. Cast it. <laughs> Wait, well, actually, I, hold on. Do you, do no. you know? Do you know Featherfall? No, not at, not not at third level. Oh, you don't know. That's too bad. Um, I'm not finding it. So, so there's a guy giving um, examples of turnouts, which turnouts are the outfits that are fire resistant that you see. Um, firemen wearing but this is their version of them they're bright yellow and they're very baggy but um would anyone want to try on a turnout oh yeah yes. i'm three foot three i want to try one on <laughs> okay they do not have any your size but you could totally put it on and everyone is laughing inspiration point you made them laugh <laughs> <laughs> I can like i get a commemorative fireman's hat Standing um, holy in one, Cody, Cody, one part of the Cody, hit your, can, hit your canned laughter button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fire department's in the uproar. Um, as far as the fire hat, there's just a bunch sitting around, and you see people wearing them. I mean, this everyone's a couple drinks in, and you could tell it's a fun it's a fun, it's a fun affair. It's very late. Um, you see this guy, Jake, who's really seems to be taking the lead of talking to the reporters where it's just like, he's showing them all the stuff. And like, this is where the alarm has, it's magically connected to the main grid that is, uh, and diehard, which hasn't come out yet. I know you'll find out there is a main grid and we're torquey that a lot of magic comes through. You'll hear about that in like December. Don't worry about it for now. <laughs> I am the worst host ever. It'll be relevant in six months. <laughs> Will be. I feel like actually Die Hard's one of our better episodes that I'm holding on to it like a you know, like a kid with a precious toy. <laughs> Save it for sweeps week. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, and then there's a demonstration. Do you guys know about the old school hook and ladders? where they like run up and it's like a giant hook with a ladder attached and they oh, yeah, put yeah, it up yeah. and like they're the climbing up. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So like they have those and there's just like, you know, it's a, it's a big fun time and you, a couple hours go on and you're just feeling comfortable. You've talked to some people, you've met a guy named uh, Fletcher who uh, he is, he, he just seems kind of like your uh, cocky, you know, like a little too sexual kind of, fire department guy who was just like hey guys yeah who i'm gonna hook up with her later um and you talk to jake who jake just seems like the really nice guy who's just like yeah i'm kind of the face of a you know captain wanted me to talk to everyone so you know he's just helping people out he's been there for a while, little bit and um all of a sudden you hear an alarm oh i don't have an alarm do i have this close enough um <laughs> alarm goes off and all of a sudden everyone's just like shit shit and they're like um you know get in the wagons get in the wagons and you see these wagons that uh you know they're just 
I mean, they're just slightly big wagons where, you know, you can fit like 12 people on them and all these guys are mages that create water. So it's just get them in and they're just like, who's doing a ride along? Who's doing a ride along? And they're just like, jump on. it's like, yeah, we just, yeah. Oh yeah. I think we all jump on. You, you hear, you hear the guy, Jake, he was just like, yeah, it just, it sounds like a, um, a medical emergency. So just everyone stay back when we get there, but you can just observe. This is just routine. Just everyone get on and you just hoof start clip, clipping on the cobblestones going down the road. We're going on a field trip. <laughs> fucking Adam with that sound effect every fucking time. You already have an inspiration point, but I will give you one if you needed it. Um, <laughs> um, Can we please bank him? No, you cannot bank him. That is the rules. Damn it. Well, I get a chance to, to use it. <laughs> Fine. Lance has one now, too. The only one who doesn't is Bill because he doesn't have a fucking camera. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> You were supposed to put up a picture of your character. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it doesn't matter well, now. We're in this game, and you guys are on some carriages going down the street. You're seeing you're, the streets go by, and you're just like, fuck yeah, this is fun. This is fire department. Ha, ha, ha. You saw people sneak some drinks on. It's just kind of laughing. It's, it's like, like, okay, party cool. wagon. Party Let's wagon, go. party wagon. Uh, you pull up to a, a large apartment complex. It's like... You know, it doesn't look like the richest apartment complex, but it's not like squalor, but it's like a little tall four stories with something at the top um, apartment complex. And there's just like one, you know, small entrance at the front and and it just looks like not big. And so the guy, Jake, we're just like, all right, guys, all right, guys. You guys just wait here. We're going to check on this, and if it's cool, I'll show. Like, I'll bring you guys in. But uh, this small group can come with, and he just points to the four of you. All right, that's, just like just follow behind, me. just like you, you know, just follow along. Just you know, come in, and so it's uh, Jake and Fletcher who you've already met, and and the four of you walking into uh, this building, and um, at the ground floor. Hold on, actually, real quick. All right, um, on your screens. Ooh, ooh, that's fancy. All right. So this is you. You walk in there, and this is the general. Um, I don't know room there. You see, there's a nice plant there. Right when you walk in, that's where their little mailboxes are. Right where the cursor is, there's some mailbox. And I guess you probably can't see my cursor, but <laughs> oh, actually, can you see my cursor here? Oh wow, look at me. I got two cursors. I'm like fucking rich. <laughs> yeah so over here tower. <laughs> over here you see some like mailboxes like those little slips um you see there's just a door here all the doors look like that they swing out but um you know you don't at the they're, end they're of closed. that main, main hallway is that an elevator or a lift oh shit i didn't make that fucking inspiration point for you now everyone has an inspiration point i there is an elevator in this game and i did not make it <laughs> We could use the power of imagination if you guys need to use an elevator. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Fuck, I suck. We'll use the theater of the mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am the worst DM ever. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, I'm joking. I fucking awesome. I kick ass. Um, <laughs> also, so if you see this, that's uh, a locked symbol. A lock. uh, yeah. So if you see here, this is the street. You see there's like, this is like a... Uh, a business and that's also business they're locked but like this goes up there and so the apartment complex is above the you know floor businesses all right and so gotcha, this is floor one 
and in, and when you get in there, you see like five or six of the tenants there, and it's just like. She won't stop yelling. She won't stop yelling. You know, uh, like it's Miss, Mrs. Espinoza. She's on the second floor. Crazy screams. It's weird. She usually doesn't talk to anyone. She's been screaming bloody murder. Uh, you know, and it's just like, all right, sir. All right, sir. It's like, oh, there's uh, two word Torquey city watchmen already here. And they're just like, yeah, you guys, right. We're just going, we're going up. And it's just like, you can see it's just like immediately they jump out of party mode and they get into business mode and it's just it's like we're going up you guys just stay out of the way just stay behind we're going to go up and see what's up and they go up the stairwell follow i mean yeah i mean i'd, I'd want to follow as well i would really hope you guys follow otherwise it's going to be a really boring game <laughs> so on you said there were two city watchmen in addition to the yes. fire department people? you have two two fire department people, uh, Jake and Fletcher, and you have two cops, and one of them is unnamed, if that tells you anything about what where this is going. Uh, the other guy's uh, name is... Is a shirt red? Huh? Mm-hmm. Is a shirt red? <laughs> I mean, might as well be. It will be in a minute. Um <laughs> The other cop, uh, he's just like, my name, you hear him yell to the uh, other guys, just like, hey, I'm Jake. I was like, I'm Scott. You know, like they're like talking to it. They're like, okay, we're going to go in here. And they open the door to uh, Mrs. Espinoza's apartment, which is right around here. You see, and it opens up <clears throat> and it's really dark. Like she has no lights on. And uh, so you guys are just kind of, dwelling in the background and uh you see the two cops go in front and then the two uh fire department uh people right behind them and it's just like uh mrs espinoza and just kind of back here in this corner you just see the shape in the shadows of a woman and she's just standing there kind of still and she's like wearing like a night outfit like something like you would wear to bed but it's you know just flowy and comfortable just but it old looked, lady you know, like, yeah old lady nightgown but it looks like from where you guys are standing in the back of all this like it might be covered in something like something's on there it's not like a clean white outfit and she's just standing there kind of swaying, not saying everything. And then every so often she goes, ah! like, ah! like and whimpering. And then she would just go to silence. And then every so like, she would just see her shaking and she's just going. And the, the cops are like, Mrs. Mrs. Espinoza, are you all right? All right. Can you understand us? Mrs. Espinoza. Ah! Ah! She's not, she's incoherently like talking. And they get a little bit closer, and just like Mrs. Espinoza, we we we've got a call. We just have to make sure everything's okay. We have medical professionals here. If you need help, do you understand me? And she's like, ah. and the uh, the first city watch guy who doesn't have a name, he kind of comes up and touches her, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she just lunges on him and just. Ah! Yeah, jump scares do not work in D and D. But <laughs> uh, I also I didn't know where to go for for the jump scare. Would, would this been better? Ah! I don't know. No, nope, see, jump scares don't work in D and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna figure no, out. No, they work in person. They work. They work way better in person. Oh, if you guys were here in person, I'd have the lights down and just like you know. Everything's lighting going on. Yeah. yeah. There you go. 
do I need to fuck with my lighting and everything? Uh, <laughs> I want to. I want to actually legitimately scare someone. I just don't know how to do it. But you look uh, like you're in the radio station of the Death Star, right? Now. <laughs> 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 Welcome to KDT, where uh, we bring you all the hits that are going around the galaxy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're back with the latest from the Cantina Band. Um, yeah. <laughs> The latest jizz whalers. I have a request for that exact same song that they play. <laughs> I'm Just actually su- playing that. I'm surprised I don't have that on my board yet. Oh yeah. So, anyways, where I left off, there was a jump scare, and <laughs> Mrs. Espinoza is on nameless red shirt guy he his shirt was not red before but you were correct red shirt it is just it she's just jumping all over and like, holy shit and um what's his name fletcher jake no scott scott scott, scott. He's scott, scott is like oh my god nameless guy and just grabs <laughs> mrs espinoza off and like kind of throws her to the ground and like grapples her and just has her on the ground just like get him out of here check him get, get get him to an ambulance get him to an ambulance you know i got her i got her he has on the ground and you see fletcher and um and jake just rush in and like they're applying pressure to the neck wound which looks like blood is just kind of just squirting just causing a little puddle on her uh shag carpeting and they just quick you know just like apply pressure here i got some gauze and like you use like one of those uh med kits and um what's that healers kits you know stabilizing him and quick just grab his body and just like with, with grace just get his body out there and bring him out down uh like going down to uh towards the um the first floor lobby so right now there is two cops dealing with mrs well no there's one cop dealing with mrs espinoza and then uh the two fire department people you know pushed their way past you with a cop hurting uh can i step in and help the cop yeah i was gonna say does he have this under control um i mean as much as any like these guys you guys are adventurers I don't know specifics about exactly everything that you know how, know how to do, but if you think you can help them out, I'm sure it'd be appreciated because I am playing this game like I do all of them. If you guys don't step in, what happens in the movie happens. So I am going by the movie's plot, but you guys can change said plot. I know you don't know the plot. So if you want to step in, I don't know what you guys have up your sleeves. That's on you. Well, Orzo used to be a uh, member of the city watch. And so he's trained, I guess, uh, semi-properly. Uh, and since this wasn't a hostile confrontation at the beginning, but now it is, it would make sense to check our doors and corners here for any additional uh, crazy uh, All right, uh, old ladies and nightgowns. So it's, it's also dark in here, right? It is. It's low light. Okay. There's like uh there there's like general like uh like oil lamps on the walls here. Oh, also for Lance, you're a new person here. I for, should have mentioned this at the fire department, but uh another reason why the Wertorki fire department is so revered is uh Wertorki through canon of things we cannot take back has really good fire codes. So just just imagine what you would think of 
regular fire codes in ours that they try to uh, live by that. It's a little bit better than regular D&D fire codes. Well, all right. I've never put thought into D&D fire codes. We did. We did. It's proven to be a crucial plot point. <laughs> Almost every single story. <laughs> So well, I would like to try and uh, help the uh, the city guardsman with Mrs. Espinoza. All right. So there's one guy. He has Mrs. Espinoza. She's pinned on the ground. He successfully did a grapple. So she's just shaking on the ground, and he has her on the ground. So what would you want to do? Uh, I would like to approach and uh, kneel down next to him and help him hold her down. You are now a officially helping and between the two of you you're like uh, i'm a, what's your strength plus four yeah you're so at 18 at least yeah yeah you have an 18 strength she is she is held in place she is not moving um i mean you could tell you could feel her kind of twitching it's not like it's does not she like, look weird Yes, she looks weird. She her face now is covered with nameless uh city watchman's blood Sergeant um, Meat Shield. But <laughs> but before that, like you can see on her nightdress now that you're right next to her, that there was already something coagulating on her dress. Like there was something what color? um kind of like I don't know, like multicolored, like there's definitely some kind of like dark burgundy of like a dried blood, but there's some kind of bile, like Vomit. like something might have like foamed out of the mouth and drip down too. It's not just blood. Orzo's gonna yell out. <clears throat> Put some manacles on her. Does any of you have manacles? No, I guess. I would hope the city guard does. <laughs> he's like he's holding oh, yeah. them down still, and he's just like, there, "There's some on my side. There's some on my side. I don't want to let go of her shoulders." Yeah. Put manacles on her. I hold her. I guess then at that point, hold on. Let me just grab. While you're doing whatever, uh, Orzo's going to take the manacles off of uh, Sergeant Meatshield's. Uh... Oh, you're going to do it? Okay. Because he told him to uh, tell the guard to do it, so I was going to do a roll. And I was going to say, did we did we already take... Um, did <laughs> did Sergeant Meatshield get removed from the, pre- the premises already? The guy who got bit, is yeah. he, he was yeah. getting brought down to the lobby to be like attention, get medical attention. It was... Gotcha. It's it's probably not the best idea to do this in an active fight scene. Plus, it's what happens in the movie. So yeah, he's getting dragged down the stairs right now. Can we can can we retcon it that I grab the manacles off his belt as they're taking him out? Yeah, sure. A sleight okay. of hand. <laughs> Roll me a sleight of hand. All right. Twenty one. Twenty one. Motherfucker didn't even notice that you took him. He was so he was so focused on what he was doing. All right. I'm just hiding behind the random people. The, uh, you're hiding behind who now? Random people just trying to stay. All hidden. right. So like, all all of the uh, all the residents of this apartment complex are pretty much in the lobby downstairs. The only people in Miss It's just um, you and me that are not doing anything in this room right now. I think. Are you, are you, I'm just I'm saying you can split the party at this point because if you look at this map, this is very small. These are five foot uh, squares. So if you don't want to be in the apartment, you could be standing on the top of that stairwell and see down into the lobby. You can go down the lobby. It's not really splitting the party that much. So just you tell me where you want to be. 
based on this map right here. Yeah, you see Grognak and uh, the other policeman who is Scott. You see Scott and Grognak have Mrs. Espinoza very well grappled, and then Orzo Jones just got some manacles, and do you want to just try to put those on? Oh, absolutely. Okay, you put them on because you you rolled a 21 on that. So she is now manacled on the floor with two large-ass humanoid individuals holding her down. She's not doing much. So what are you doing? Um, I was just going to ready in action like a a spell, you know, just in case something, you know, Uh, goes funny. So so you're just holding action? Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that's fine. So, but you you are in the room with uh, you're in. Uh, so this is uh, Miss Espinoza's apartment right here. There is three apartments per floor. This is apartment A. That's apartment B. That's the door for that. And this is apartment. Uh, that's apartment C over there. All right. There is four floors in this building. So just so you know, you are in bar- apartment two A right now. All right. Okay. And um, um, go ahead. I was going to say, can can I try and turn on some of these lights a little bit more so that we're actually working with real light instead of... Unfortunately, there light? is not electrical lights here. There's like gas lights. So if you want, right. you can look for a gas lamp or something like that, which would have like yeah. a... Okay. So just roll me a perception check, I guess. Be a 10, you could find one and turn one on. Uh, yeah, 13. With a 13? Yep. All right. Look at that lit up that apartment look at that <laughs> all right so now i oh I'm actually like, just because i just looked here i put a fire uh, place you just you put oh. a log in the fireplace all right <laughs> um do we hear anything else um or i guess see anyone else in this apartment like does she live here alone she did um yeah this is a one bedroom apartment uh okay if you see up here this is the second bedroom I mean, the, the bedroom, and this is just, like, a living area. This is kind of a kitchen area, okay. counters and stuff. But, yeah, she uh, she lives alone. Um, they You would have heard that coming in. It's just, like, it's just her by herself. And uh, if you just based on your listening, it's nighttime. You hear a lot of commotion coming from downstairs. Like, there's a lot of, like, what the fuck, you know, put some pressure, you know, I'm out of gauze. Mm-hmm. I thought you packed gauze, you know, shit like that. Um, coming from first floor, but other than that, it's like I want to say it's like eleven thirty at night at this point. It's 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 nighttime. People in the city have already kind of they 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 go by the sun. Like the sun's gone down a while ago, and they've fucking retired for the night. You know, there okay. it's it's quiet in this apartment except for everything that's going on the ground floor. All right. So those two darkened areas right there, right by the entryway, is that like a closet and uh, like a bathroom? Actually, that's true. Yes, uh, that is a closet right there, and that is a bathroom. I just everything that's dark darkened out is just because you haven't been there yet. Well, no. do we have the manacles on Mrs. Espinosa yet? Yeah, she's yeah, manacled. She's manacled, okay. and you and uh, was it Scott? Uh, yeah. ha- have him under control. Is she still like fighting, struggling? She's shaking like it's it's just a weird shake. It's not like she's she's not as much trying to escape as much as she's just like convulsing every so often. She just like it's like almost it's just like aggressive. Like she's just like like lashing out. She's like ah ah, and she's still not responding to 
like conversation of you try like you know Mrs. Espinosa, can you understand what we're saying? She is. It's like yeah, nothing. Uh, Scott, perhaps if we uh, knock her unconscious, uh, we get her downstairs, huh? <laughs> can I roll uh, like a medicine on and, and see if I can uh, identify maybe what this could be at all? Um, uh, remind me again, as a wizard. I mean, like a wizard knows a lot of study, but does your character? I'm just. I'm. I'm going to play this as well as I can, but how much anatomical knowledge does your guy have? I just want to know what number I'm going to give you. Uh, I, I think it'd be like a cursory, not like a, like a in college, not like, you know, something. So you took like, like you took like, orgo it, kind of thing. took anatomy. Yeah. You took anatomy 101, but you didn't actually go to pre-med. Right. Okay, cool. He got, he got to inorganic chemistry. and he, I will say that I'm going to give you a DC 17. You need to be at a DC 17 to have what I will tell you if you get it. All right, inspiration. Oh, you're using that inspiration. There you go. And then I get to, uh, I'm using medicine, right? Yep, knowledge medicine. Or arcana. Huh? No, arcana is, is not arcana, which is actually oh a spoiler God. in its own. Man, 20. <laughs> yeah, we see it. Well, <laughs> on my lucky dice. So that dude from Ally McBeal is not going to be any use of the whole explaining stuff later in this. <laughs> you you look down with a nat twenty and just like this looks a, a lot like uh, rabies when I was studying at the uh, Wartorki Community College, getting my Gen Eds done. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry if I gave you that. I don't know. Um, I, I had a, I had to deal with a dog once that had rabies, and this is sim- a lot of similar problems. Like if you look here, there's like some foam coming from her mouth, but there's also like this crust you see in her eye ducts, and like there's this crust there, and it's just like you can just tell from the glands there all of her glands are filling up. This is and her inability to respond. This is like the rage. This is a lot like rabies, but this is not like any rabies I've ever seen. Usually in the human, this happens different, but this is a lot like rabies. I look up at the wizard. Is there a cure for rabies? Do you know much about rabies, uh, rabies Adam, or do you want me to help? Uh, no, I know that uh, you have to get treated like fairly quickly. Otherwise, uh, you just your, your body gets overcome with the virus. Or the, Virus? Yeah, that's um, basically what the movie posits is if you get rabies early on, like, I mean, as a doctor, if you treat early on before you get to the bad symptoms, you can treat it. But once you are at this level... Old yeller time. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) He's my old lady. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, uh, this is this is like rabies. It's kind of like rabies. I don't know what else you want me to. I know I was letting you guys RP, but no one jumped in. <laughs> I mean, do that we, sounds serious. I feel like we should should we take her downstairs to the fire department guys that are that are down there. I mean, they're the professionals. We're not. We were just here for the party. That sounds like a solid plan. 
All right, so I'm you go- chaotic neutral, so like I, 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 I wouldn't mind killing her. Just outright. <laughs> Gonna trip and fall onto a bunch of arrows. All right, I want you to describe to me very clearly what's going to happen because I also am going to react to how you do this. Um, well, we saw her bite. The oh, dude. She, she is definitely a biter. Yeah. So, um, can uh, Grognak. Mm. Do you want to, um, can you maybe knock her out so that she isn't trying sure, to Sure, I just start punching Mrs. Espinosa in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll, roll me a d20 real quick. Um, I guess this is unarmed attack, so whatever that is for you is just like, is that usually 1d4 plus strength? Uh, it's, it's usually just your strength mod. Yeah, uh, you get tavern. If you take tavern brawler, you get a D four. That's right. Or I, I, or if you're a monk or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, right. it's just so you just have a four if you hit. All right. It's um, yeah, it's I got a dirty twenty, so he'll be five. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, what'd yeah. you just roll? Dirty twenty. A dirty twenty. Uh, we also, like to call it restrained, so it's an automatic crit. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Isn't that a flaccid so, twenty? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the 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 word on the show is flaccid twenty. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, how many hit points was that? Uh, so that'll be uh, five. Five? Okay, cool. Uh, uh, actually, if it's critical, I guess it would be... I don't know. There's no dice, so it's not it's, like... It would be like... It would be... You would double the one, so, so it would be six. <laughs> okay. A big punch. Boom. All right. This is where you miss the coup de grace rules. I'm going to just do I the... I know, right? I'm just going to do that real quick, and sweet. She appears to be out cold because that's what you're trying for, and yep. she her body goes limp, and you can still feel like labored breathing, like there might be something COVID in her lungs or something. I don't know. It's she's, <laughs> but she's still out she's mostly. she's alive and she's not flailing anymore. Okay, I, well, I will pick you... her up and cradle her. Wait, wait, before you, before you do that, before you do that. Okay, you go ahead. I was going to say, can I um, pop into the closet and see if there's like a scarf or something and I want to gag her? Okay, cool. I was going to do that too, but I was just going to use my hemp and rope. Oh, okay. Well, we can do that. (laughs) Do you use all 50 feet or do you cut a piece? No, I cut cut off like a a foot and a half section so I can tie a nice little knot. Because I think it'd be funnier if you just keep wrapping 50 feet of hemp and rope. Wait, wait. Can we can we open the closet and find a ball gag and just stick that in their mouth? <laughs> roll me a perception check real quick. Roll me a perception check real quick. Oh shit! It went under my laptop. I uh, uh, that's only a twelve. I don't think I'm finding a ball gag. No, there is. There's a scarf. Whoa! What did I miss? <laughs> there, yeah, there is definitely a scarf in there, but. Uh, you do okay. not find a ball gag. <laughs> All right, well. You can stuff a shoe in there. <laughs> All right. Um, also with the 12, you find she has, she had a, just a regular dagger hidden in there and a pouch of three oh. gold. Oh. Do you rob right. Mrs. Espinoza? Yeah. I absolutely do. Damn so right, rogue. Daggers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so you got Mrs. Espinoza out cold. You're bringing her down to uh, first floor. 
Sure. Yeah. yeah, let's take her downstairs. All right. So you guys get to the first floor and you see the two fire department people arguing with uh, the tenants and the other cops with you. So it's just the fire department guys yelling at the tenants, like, get back, get back. I tell you. And just like, they're, and they're like fucking with the front doors. And this red shirt still down here. Red shirt is on the ground. He's got like field bandages on him. You know, he's like wrapped up. These guys had, they had a healer's kit with them and they wrapped him up. He is stabilized. He doesn't look good, but these guys are trained paramedics. You know, like that's one of the things that they brought up in the movie that actually is very true that fire department people often, like usually um, one of the first paramedics that are there are the fire department. They all are all trained in it. So just, just so you know that. That's As they're, in, hmm? While they're doing that, uh, Orzo's going to go up and, and tap on one of their shoulders uh, mm-hmm. to get their attention and then say, short round over here says that it looks like she has rabies. <laughs> Did <laughs> You sound a lot like Samson Threadwell and I can't deal with it. It's old like timey, a, man. it's not that old timey. It's just a I know. like a it's, street tough. It's semi old timey. Nineteen fifties tough. That's right. <laughs> just like, sir, can you can you just back up for one second? I'm trying to back all these people up for a second. Something is happening outside this building. Could you just all please back up? We're trying to get this guy to help. I will unceremoniously drop Mrs. Espinoza next to Red Shirt and go and see what's going on outside. Well, okay, so you hear big thud on the hollow sound of the um, of the planks. You're just you know, um, as as her body hits the floor, and then you go up to the door and you try the handle, and it is locked, but not like not like locked from a mechanical door lock, but like locked from the outside. It's blocked. Like, like magic, like magically, like held together by something, and so it's like, it's like a dual door where it's got like a metal gate on the outside, and then like a wooden part on the inside with a piece of glass. And mm-hmm. even with the glass part that you could usually look out for, you still be a little gate. It looks hazy, like translucent. It's not like you. It's not like looking out through a window anymore. It's like looking out through something hazy. Uh, I don't like know. Some water. Um, I don't know. Does someone want to roll Arcana? I guess it'd just be Lance because you're the one looking out. Do you? You're not very Arcana esque, but just roll me I'm Arcana. Not, oh, that's a that's a one minus one. So mm-hmm. zero. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you what you have to tell everyone else. That's what your bad <laughs> one is. Okay. Um, back back in your younger days, you fought a water mage, and uh, for a second you thought you were drowning, and that's what this feels like. You tell the room something about I think we're all drowning. I think I think building is surrounded by water, Grognak, not like water. I love it. <laughs> the ones are my favorite thing in the world. What do you mean you're sur- we're surrounded by water? And I'll look, go up to the door to look at the window. Look out. <laughs> so you look out the window? Yeah. Roll me Arcana. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I, I could uh, 
I was gonna say, are we going through everybody before? Oh, if you guys want to do it, go for it. If someone gives me a good one, I'll give you an idea of what you're up against. I got a fifteen. Oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Straight up, my second roll was a one. First one was a twenty. Second one was a one. Jesus Christ, guys! I, like, I swear to God, I swear to God. <laughs> Amanda got a fifteen. What did Bill get? I didn't roll yet. Okay, roll. But roll it me just is a sixteen. All right, with a 15 and 16, both of you are like, this looks like a magical spell, but you don't know what the specific spell is. Can we tell that it's not water? You can tell it's not water, yes, with a 15. (laughs) You know this is a magical containment spell, but you don't know what it is. Adam knows exactly what it is, and this is shape water to Adam. (laughs) See, I told you he's water. (laughs) Wait a minute! You just you gave me a shape water spell. No, I didn't give it to you. That's what you, you are telling. <laughs> that's what you're telling the other people. It's like, no, this is shape water. I've I've studied in the arcane arcane arts. This is shape water. The the can trip. It's a very common can trip along uh, uh, among wizards. And what what is shape water? It's a can No, trip. saying that the the what we're seeing outside. You were the one on perception, oh. so that's why you're. That's what your brain is telling the world, because these these people are not wizards. You are, and you're you're confident now because you studied, you you studied, <laughs> and you're just like, no, this is just shape water. This is, it's, it's we're just in a dome of water. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're just in a dome of water, guys. It's crazy, but believe me. I concur. Me. <laughs> Well, why, why, why don't you use dispel magic or something, Green Bean? Dispel magic, but why would anyone want to dispel magic? Do you want to stay in here? I got places to go. I mean, I, I, I guess. Uh, Do you have dispel magic? <laughs> Not a third level. Is yeah, I don't know I don't what level that is. I detect magic. Oh, you could totally detect magic if you want. Yeah, I don't have dispel. Yeah, it's uh, you don't get that to like fifth level. No, <laughs> sorry guys, I can't. I can't help you out. So in the background, can, in the background, you just see people arguing, just like, "What the fuck you mean we're locked in here? Why would we be locked down here? This guy's bleeding out." We just hear that in the background, and all you guys are just talking about water spells. All right, does somebody want to heal that guy? Better. I can't. I have no ability to heal anybody. We all have a healing a kit. kit. It's not going to help unless he's. Like near death, we can stabilize him. All right, just then you hear like the one of the fire departments is like, "Is there a doctor or something here?" And you see some guys like, "Well, I'm, I'm a vet," and uh, he goes up, <laughs> and you see some like tall, skinnyish, um, like middle aged man go up, and he starts checking on him as well, and he's just like, "Wow, this is, this is weird." Uh, you know, like we need to get him to a hospital as soon as we can. And bah, but the doors are locked. There's water outside. <laughs> can I try and like shoulder bash the door? Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Roll me a. Uh, what is the strength one? Is that athletics? Athletics. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, ooh, uh, twenty-five. All right, with a twenty-five, you hit, and splinters of wood go everywhere. And you just have like chunks of the door just disappeared. But now I told you how there was a wooden door and a um, yeah. metal door. So now like half the door just kind of fell off and now you can see out clearly. And now you can tell now that half the door is gone, that that is not water. 
that is ju- just a translucent like bubble esque force. I I punched the magical barrier. Oh, you can't. You're like you're still. It's outside of the metal gate. Oh, okay. Is the metal gate like locked? The metal gate is locked. You can see that is like there's something kind of like glowing. Uh, almost looks like uh like Wonder Woman's lasso just wrapped around like the handles holding it together. It's some like you could tell that it's some kind of magical something holding those doors together. I I, I bring the wizard over. What is this, Adam? Do I uh, roll investigation on this? Yeah, come on, B B V Fizzle Bucket. <laughs> All right, maybe a bonus. Would it be Arcana? Uh, Arcana or Investigation? Arcana would tell you like more you... magic, or you could do Detect Unless Magic. I was, was going to say, if you have proficiency in, in uh, one of them. Yeah. I have a, a pers- proficiency in Arcana, so uh, it's a 17. With a 17, it's just like, oh, wow, yeah, I've seen that. That is someone's uh, lasso of of holding. That is a very complicated spell. That is usually only run by governmental wizards, something... You know, some something's here. The high up people are here. What the hell is going on? And through now through the haze, you can just see there is like flashing lights and just like hundreds of people who look important and like they've pushed back your uh, the Wartorky Fire Department uh, trucks that you came here in. And there is new like official looking, very smooth and sanitary looking trucks there and you can barely make out the um inscription on the side that says cdc hey dm mm-hmm. do our eye stones still work everyone has an eye stone um uh, for lance because i know you you're new here an eye stone is the inevitable uh way we deal with a cell phone in this because um sure yeah, every movie has a cell phone, and that's just yep. There's yeah, so yes, you do have an eye stone. Okay, all right. I'd like to phone a friend. All right, cool. Who are you calling? Um, one of my comrades in the uh, city watch. All right, cool. Uh, dial. Ring, 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 ring. Hey, I. What did get? Can you? Can you hear me? <laughs> uh, Orzo's gonna do that thing where when the connection's bad he talks louder to try and make it better no I can't I can't understand you can you understand me oh Orzo oh, or, is that you Orzo I can barely <laughs> up breaking up alright Orzo's just gonna hang up he can't deal with it <laughs> I would like to try and punch the magical barrier. Again, you, you, the magical barrier is like the five... the, the the lasso thing that's around oh, the gate. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, okay, try it. <laughs> Athletics. Sure. Uh, ooh, damn! Another uh, twenty-five. Rolling uh, hot. You uh, you you see the um, you you see the sides of the gate like dust flies out from where the hinges are, um, you know, attached to the wall. And suddenly Mm -hmm. you see a bunch of masked people just covered in whites, 
like just completely white, top to front. You can't see their face because they're covering their faces are covered. Show like run up towards um, where the barrier is with like uh, a bunch of weird looking crossbows. It's just like step away from the door, step away from the door, step away from the door. Don't try that again. I mean, there's still a magical barrier, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna punch it again. All right, cool. Um, punch it, I guess. Uh, that's only a 19. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, um, is. Oh, okay. What is your uh, What is your AC? Uh, 17. 17. All right. Well, yeah. uh, two of them miss, but one hit. So three three crossbow bolts come at you. One hits. Okay. What's the damage on that? Uh, that would be eight damage. Eight damage. Woof. All right. And they're like, get back, get back, get back. We must, we must contain this perimeter. Um, all right. So the metal gate's still standing. Yeah. Yes. It is still there. You can tell that you did some damage to it. It is like okay. bolted into concrete. Okay. Um, I will step back into the lobby. All right. Cool. So uh, they, they, they shoot at me. They better be glad magical barrier exists. They're not going to let us leave. It does not seem so much. Jake, the uh, fireman, is just like, what do you mean they're not going to let us leave? We need to get this guy medical attention now. now. They said something about contained perimeter. And you see he runs up to the gate and he just starts yelling. It's just like, hey, what the fuck? We got to get this man out. And he was just like, get back in, sir. This is this is a um, CDC matter now. We must You must remain calm. We will get back with you when we know more. You just need to stay put. I say we kill Mrs. Espinosa. Then we go. Danger will be gone. <laughs> All right. I'm down. So the cop, the cop who's kind of been uh, is like, what? No, this this lady is subdued. She's uh, she's held. We can't just kill. That's that's murder. She is she is too far gone. She has rabies. We kill her. We don't know that. And then he turns to the vet and just like, oh, rabies, huh? And he kind of looks at her eyes and like the tear ducts like, huh, I, I, I guess it could be rabies. It's no, rabies, it's, guys. It's basically rabies. It's, it's rabies. <laughs> it, the, the police officer is step, do something. The police officer again is just like, step back. I got that. This is under my control. This is my patient. We're going to get her to help. I just need you to step back. You're just civilians. This is a matter for the WTCW and the WTFD. Orzo's going to kind of move a little bit closer to the uh, to Scott with, you know, hands up, and he's going to lift up uh, his cape, and he's going to show his uh, badge that – or his – not his badge, but his uniform with his, you know, stripes on it from when he was in the WTCW, which I have as part of my background as an investigator (laughs) and try to persuade him to calm down and understand that this is for the safety of everybody. He sees your badge and he's immediately like, Oh, you understand, man, help me, help me secure this perimeter, man. People are trying to kill this lady. Scott, Scott, you got to listen to me. I don't know if you were there. But I was. I was on duty when that humanoid construct came in and mowed everybody down. Oh, wait, Meta? You talk about the termination? Was he in the... I am, yeah. Ah, nice. I missed that part. I'm sorry. 
And if if the desk sergeant didn't try to be overly reliant on regulations at the beginning, some of our still be alive. So for the good of everybody in this building, I think we have to remove the threat. All right, roll persuasion. Come on, zero charisma. <laughs> uh, that is a 17. Ooh. Oh, I rolled a 16. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> so he's, he, um, with, with a 16, he's not like hard convinced, but he's just like, I cannot be part of this. This is not, I'm just going to go to that bathroom over there. Do you go? Look away. And so, yeah, so he, um, he uh, disappears. There's an outhouse like right over in here, so he goes. Mm-hmm. He goes over to that outhouse, and uh, you know, t- tell me what you guys do. Uh, I would like to behead Mrs. Espinosa. <laughs> oh shit! All right, uh, just roll way. me. Uh, ro- roll me your standard attack advantage because she's completely. Yep. Uh, Nineteen. Yeah. It's auto crit. Auto crit. Yep. Auto uh, crit. She, yeah. So she. Her, you nice. see her head rolls. And just like thump, 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 just off to the corner. And that's when you notice a mother holding her, like, I don't know, I'd say like seven or eight year old child in her arms. And they both just scream, just like, ah, ah. I don't know why you are screaming. Such is life. (laughs) And with that, you're in this lobby. You are stuck here. There's a screaming mother and child. Her child not looking the best, by the way. Screaming mother and child. What's the child looking like? She looks a little pale. But don't worry about that yet, because we'll worry about that on the next episode of Reboots and Dragons. I know I said that earlier because the drop's coming in a second. It's a really long intro. Maybe I should do something about that. Thank you, Brian, once again for the theme song. Check him out on Instagram and SoundCloud. Bye. Boos and Dragons, a Something Street Studio production. Woo.